what you're about to hear is an incoherent mess. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Mars Podcasters. Who are these venomous people coming at you through the magic of podcasting? My name is Shannon, and as usual, joined here my brother Jake. Shannon, I'm not sure if you can hear it in the uh, in the quality or in the echo or in the feedback from my microphone, but we are in the same room. Uh, probably for the first time in 12 months. Over 12 months. It would have been March. We, we had March There was that year. weird, just coming out of lockdown break where we had, where we had Christian in. Did we, do a, did we do a live episode then? I we did. We did one, and then I think it went all back to shit. No, because I, I, I thought the last one we did was, the last one we did together was The Joker and Bloodspot was the very last one we did together. Yeah, and just you and I, and yes. then we had Christian in, in that After real that, weird okay. spot. Yeah. But, but we, it's we're back in the same room, and it's quite nice. It's nice to see you. Yes, we had, we had our fast food. We had our, uh, we, had our we drinks. Had our, we had healthy uh, food. Yes. Uh, we had salads. It uh, doesn't matter. Uh, if anyone's <laughs> Green. Only uh, was, uh, yeah, I just ate lettuce. Um, <laughs> but we're back in the same room, and it's nice to see you again. Yep. We're talking uh, Sony Pictures Venom. Yes. Um, and The Return. Ford Sizzle. <laughs> can you put a little? Can you oh, put oh, some bacon center? Put some bacon. Of an old segment, we'd be let it go a year, a long time ago. Just nostalgia's massive at the moment. We're throwing you back to some classic mass podcasters. Some classic, yeah, early episode podcasters. All that and the usual rambling nonsense <laughs> coming up on the mass podcast. <laughs> Jake, because we've been nothing but timely on this show, we're going to talk about a movie that's been out for a couple of years, and we're going to stay with our theme of uh, of not straying too far from the beaten track in terms of watching sort of superhero-y, comic booky type movies, and you know, sticking pretty mainstream. We don't tend to wander off into other. Well, th- this show, this movie wasn't one uh, that we kind of watched. We didn't want to watch it. It, it's, was, it wasn't it's one not of the ones one that we really, gave a shit yeah. about, and it, it didn't fit into the MCU. It's outside the MCU, uh, so we didn't really want to watch it but it's currently being released on Netflix yeah Netflix here in Australia which is why we've both seen it because there's no way we would be prepared to pay for it no and we went you know what if it's ever free and it's easily watchable as in I can click a button and it just appears on my television I might do it and it was trending so it was in my face yeah it wasn't trending I'd be like "Eh." and so we both I think within about 15 minutes we went oh Venom's there we should probably watch that (laughs) at some point and then we just watched it because I was bored one day yeah and I mean Venom 2 is coming out in like a year so you know we are are timely yeah it's uh, great so if you can whenever you're listening to this you might listen to this just before we'll re-release it we'll package it up (laughs) as a a brand new release and make it sound like we know what we were doing yeah for sure we're doing Venom if we haven't already said that yes Uh, we are doing Tom Hardy Yes. Now, I watched this today, Shane, and you watched it about a week ago, and you were saying how the plot, you've already forgotten the plot. Yep. Which is basically the way I feel as well. Yeah. Now, I know very loosely that it's about a symbioid that comes down from planet, from uh, an asteroid. Sure. Which was harvested by a space crew. Yeah. And look, effectively, if you need more detail on that, um, I'll point you to the dictionary, which says yada yada. Because effectively, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Basically, it's yada yada until you get to... Uh, so, Eddie Brock is an investigative journalist. Yeah. Uh, he has like a YouTube-esque show. Quick question. 
which Eddie Brock did you prefer? Did you prefer the Topher Grace version uh, of Eddie Brock or the Tom Hardy oh, version? Oh, Tom Hardy brings something different to the role, I think. He brings competency. <laughs> I love Topher Grace, but you are not Eddie Brock. No, not Eddie Brock. So he brings a, a, a more a tough Eddie Brock to the stage. He rides motorbikes. Do we like that Eddie Brock now is an investigative kind of YouTuber? Is that? I think I think it brings it up to modern times because Eddie Brock was always the second kind of second fiddle journalist and photo- photographer to uh, Spider-Man, um, Peter, Peter Parker. Parker yeah. So he was always the, the, the second person. So they, they, were, they did mention that he got run out of New York for an incident, mm. uh, which I like to think is something to do with Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he's gone to San Francisco to be an investigative journalist with his wife or uh, fiancé. His fiancé, yeah. Is Michelle Williams. Man, what happened to her career? She She's had some interesting... Very subtle, but she's had some really interesting roles recently. Just randomly appeared and stuff. She was in The Greatest Showman, was probably her biggest thing in the last. I few feel years. like she's slumming it big time, and I feel like Tom Hardy's slumming it. Oh, I, I think Tom Hardy's trying to do a lot with this role when he doesn't need to do a lot with it. I just don't. What's he? What's he doing? Like what? What's Tom Hardy doing in this movie? Well, I was watching a, um, watching a behind the scenes, and he was he got a, a inspiration by a few different people that he didn't need to. Get inspiration got, by. Yeah, he he really liked <laughs> Jim Carrey in the mask and thought, "Can I do that?" I'm trying to remember what I, who the who, who's his uh, who, who he was um, inspired by. I know his uh, his Venom voice was done. It was inspired by uh, Tom, no, James Brown. I would have really liked to just see him when he was Venom, just be Bane, <laughs> like do the same Bane voice. <laughs> Um, but basically, he he gets oh, Spider Man. <laughs> well, he he gets he gets uh, infused with this symbioid and get, becomes the antihero that is Venom, uh, or villain that is Venom, however way you want to look at it. And he basically fights another another person, and there's a CGI fight at the end, and he wins, and he stays with Venom. Spoilers at the end of the movie. Venom's one of the one of the best known villains across the MC. Well, the, the the Marvel universe, anyway, really. Like, well, the Spider-Man universe. He's probably the biggest Spider-Man villain that we've never actually seen because he's very hard to do on on camera. Yeah. So it's a very, it's a very big leap. So he's he's very well known. The Spider-Man three hundred is where Venom first appeared. Mm. Um, one of the most collectible comic books um, of all time, and it still rates very highly in the collector world. I actually have one signed by Stan Lee. Oh, hello, um, just ladies. saying, ladies, uh, who's in this movie also. Um, it's slabbed and it's a eight point zero grade. Just just want to apologise to all the women <laughs> listening whose pants flew off. <laughs> Calm down. Sorry, but I have a. I'm Some very, of them were driving, Jake. I'm very proud of this the the comic book that I have. <laughs> Signed by Stanley. Did I mention that? Eight women pregnant just from your voices. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. So it's a very collectible comic book, and I think people are, are still looking for it now because the the character has been so um, welcomed and loved by the comic book community. And I think it's one of those... I mean, I never really got into the Venom storyline or, or Spider-Man coin books, but it, it is very, very well known. He, he's effectively a villain. Like, this is this is a weird movie, right? Well, the, the whole point of the original Venom or the original symbiote getting attacked... I'm going to get really nerdy here, Shane. Um, oh, I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> you go to sleep for a minute. Um, That's me saying I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> the nerd. Yeah. So, originally, he gets... So, he actually gets attached to Spider-Man while he's on, on a mission out of space. He comes back, and that's why he gets the black suit, um, Spider-Man, and then he detaches himself using the uh, the bells, the mm-hmm. as you see in Spider-Man Three. Three. Yep. Basically, the same. That's a very similar plot to the to the comic book, um, and then he get, attaches himself to Eddie Brock, and Eddie Brock takes over. But that that's why he has in the comic books he has Spider-Man like abilities because he kind of cloned himself on Spider-Man, so he kind of shoots webs like Spider-Man, swings like Spider-Man. But in this, he's very very but different. The, but Venom is a bad guy. Right. Mainly, yeah. This, this is an attempt to make Villain, Venom a good guy. 
Well, it's kind of making him an an, an anti hero. He's like a, like a Deadpool esque kind of person because yeah, he, he kills people, but he's doing it for the right reasons, which is without the fun. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem to have a place. I mean, it clearly doesn't have a place in the MCU. It's not part of the MCU. Well, well, actually, it's going to be very interesting because in um, in future things you see in Morbius, which is the next um, spy, uh, Spider-Man esque Sony release, um, you see him uh, get. He talks to the Falcon. Uh, Falcon, sorry, the Vulture, mm-hmm. which is um, in from Spider-Man: Homecoming. It was supposed to be Sinister Six. So I'm guessing they're still pushing towards a Sinister Six. Yeah. Um, with uh, Michael Keaton returning, but it means that this universe is the same as the. My MCU because Peter Parker's in the MCU and then of course we saw the J. Jonah Jameson from the Spider-Man yes. 1, 2, 3 the Raimi yes. Spider-Man in the MCU it's getting very complicated well I'm guessing that's a different version of J. Jonah Jameson that you can have different versions of him but yeah it's getting very complicated considering that they're, they're trying to throw Falcon in oh, sorry Vulture okay, well, I'm watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier so uh, uh, Vulture I'll, I'll follow up question why but that's fine we'll keep going <laughs> Vulture uh, Vulture in there really confuses the timeline but I haven't seen Morbius yet obviously it's not been released yet so that's um, Jared Leto as, as yes, Morbius as the living vampire yes. finally we get Jared Leto into the we get MCU. more Jared Leto which is what we which want which is what I was desperate for I said we. I watched the Snyder Cut all five and a half hours and thought you know what this is fine but where <laughs> Is the Joker? Nobody Where is Jared Leto? Even the real Joker. And then he turned a, up. A different version. And I was like, my life is fine. Yes, yes. And we know what we all know how we feel about the point, Justice League. Point you back to that podcast on <laughs> which is the last. It's not a cut. Last, the last. So listen to that. Go but back. What do you? This feel is it? is what I call backward sizzle. Backward sizzle. Push you back to another podcast. What What are your thoughts, Shen? Um, I thought it was. <laughs> Which is exactly what I thought you'd say. I had no doubt that you'd say exactly that. I ha- wanted to hate it. Yep. And didn't. Yep. I wanted to like it more than I did yep. and didn't. It it was it was fine. I like Tom Hardy as a general prospect. Mm-hmm. There's very few Tom Hardy movies I don't like. But I don't know that I like them for him. You don't watch him for a leading. I, I don't. Character. I don't go. Oh, it's the new Tom Hardy. He tends to pick good. Properties or tends mm. to have people that like come and work for me, Tom Hardy, like Christopher Nolan, like Christopher Nolan, um, you know, Mad Max Fury Road. I the don't movie. know that it's you, you know, you're going that's that's a Tom Hardy classic. Like the only, the only Tom Hardy leading man role that I can think of are two that I can think of two, which is Bronson, Bronson, yeah, Bronson, and Bronson's and, brilliant, and Locke, which and is, he's really good in Bronson, yeah. And I'd argue maybe that Locke could have been anyone, yes, probably. So he's good. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it probably could have. It could have. Yeah, you're not. You're not looking at the new Tom Hardy. Like the post going, oh, it's Tom, new Tom Hardy. We would need to see this because he, he's done some shit too. He's done that horrible spy one, spies like us or whatever, with okay. Chris Pine and sure, Reese Witherspoon. Sure it was like a romantic comedy. Think this he's is got, war. This is war. This is war. This means war. It's got some shit in there. He's got some real shit in his back catalogue, and I guess I was surprised and then not surprised subsequently that Tom Hardy was in this. He is fine. I don't really believe him and Michelle Williams together. There's no chemistry there no, at all. No, they're very, yeah, very, very stilted. And I really didn't think we even needed it, to be honest. I, th- I thought he'd be better. I thought he was going for some weird, weird character. Like we- he did some really weird character choices. Like the way he talked mm. was very odd. Obviously, that's not, his, that's not his normal accent. So he chose that accent mm. to be like it's not really New Yorker. It's uh, not really. It's I really don't odd. Buy him as a det- as a as an investigative reporter. I don't oh, buy that. Okay. Didn't buy those scenes. I thought those scenes were shit, and I kind of wanted to see more of that. I wanted him to see being this kind of gun reporter, and it's glossed over. You see some like highlights and some snippets, and it's done. 
the movie takes so goddamn long to Venom. Well, but you say you want more of the investigative reporting yeah, stuff. Yeah, b- but, but that's what th- this is what I'm saying. It took so damn long to Venom, and yet we saw none of his investigative reporting stuff. Mm. So you see none of that. Well, I think you see that you see the build up and the and the, the the bad company life or live or whatever the hell it's called them experimenting on people do, and what and what the symbiotes do, do to. Do you feel their you, test like patients. you got the, the bad guy Riz Ahmed? Do you feel like you got anything any value really at a, as him as a bad guy? Not really. No. Did I believe their their relationship, her, him and Michelle Williams? Not really. Did I see any good investigative reporting stuff? Not really. Like, I don't actually know what he happened in that fired. first hour. He gets fired very quickly. What happened in that first hour? Yeah, actually, well, it's a good point. I can't really... It's a fucking fantastic point. That's why I've got a podcast. <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant point. Nothing happens. I don't actually know what happens in the first hour. Once he starts venoming... It actually looks... Or it, it goes okay. The, the stuff, that, that car chase where Venom's and him mm. take, taking control, that's all good stuff. Yep. It's fine from then on in. I just It takes a long time to Venom. It's like that goddamn King Kong Peter Jackson movie <laughs> that takes half, an hour and a half to King Kong. Kong. That you fucking, can't call it fucking Venom and take an hour to get there, that dudes. That boat riding King Kong, my God. Don't call it King Kong and then wait an hour and a half to King Kong. Yes, I, I agree with you. It's not uh, Jack Black <laughs> and Adrian Brody bum around for an hour and a half. Oh, and also there's a giant monkey. That's not what the movie's called. <laughs> I would pay to see that movie, though. <laughs> Call that. <laughs> At least you know uh, interesting, interesting movie titles. Um, um, I, I, I actually really liked the the parts I did, I did really like was the the, the the interaction between Venom and uh, Eddie Brock in his mind mm. and the way he was talking to him and the way Venom was kind of communicating with him early on and the way he was trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Is Venom funny? Like, is that the point? I think is he funny in the comics? I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I, I haven't read Spider Man three hundred because it's in a. It's slabbed up. Like I'm not going to open ladies, it, ladies. Calm I'm not, down. I'm not going to open. We might it. have to put a warning on this. <laughs> I'm not going to open it up. It's not even and open, I, ladies. And I haven't read a lot of. I haven't read a lot of Spider-Man stuff. Uh, I mostly stick to DC uh, comics. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think they're going for humor in this. I don't think it quite lands. No, I don't think. I don't think. I think. I reckon they had an original cut, and then they thought it's either too not funny enough, yeah, or it's too grimy and too dirty. I think, and I they think threw in some jokes. It. I think you've absolutely nailed it. I think they would get. He's a dark character, and he he straight up like murders people. Yeah. And so if he if you wanted to do it properly, you either steer in the dark or you keep it light. And they they kind of tried to have their cake and eat it too. And I don't think they landed the tone. They got it close enough, particularly after he actually starts venoming. I think there's some decent stuff in there. I, looking at the new Suicide Squad, the James Gunn one, I reckon that's the tone. Yeah. That it could have gone for like that looks. Violent, it looks dark, and if you let them do it, and the thing is with the DC stuff, uh, with the Marvel stuff that's outside the MCU, you can do it. Like Sony could just steer darker, considering that they had plans to to bring out Morbius, the living vampire, also next, and that's going to be another dark movie, which I don't think looks very funny. Mm. And I, I'm not sure if they were trying to dis- do a distinctive tone, like they were trying to make. Well, we don't want two dark movies in a row. We want to have some comedy. And Venom was still dark enough, but and they they tried to amp up the humor. I just don't. I'm not sure well, why they kind of didn't go all the way with it. Yeah, you've got Tom Hardy sitting in a in a lobster tank, and and that kind of him battling with with that sort of his him being taken over by the symbiote, and you've got kind of the stuff Venom saying, and Venom Venom is really playing up the I'm a space alien mm. and I'm making a decision about whether we're just going to enslave your world or or eat yeah. all your all the people on your world or not, and then. 
This is my biggest problem with this, even though that took an hour to goddamn Venom. My biggest problem with this is how quickly Venom changes his mind. It's so unearned from... You, you're just going to have to get along with me because I'm in you and I've taken... Like, the, the whole problem is with the symbiotes is that they is that they, they reject the host, effectively. Basically, they, they kill the host. They kill the host, and they and they kill them really quickly. Yeah. And so this Tom Hardy Venom uh, grouping is the only time it hasn't killed the well, host. Well, I, I think, I think that's, that's implied that he's such a perfect match for him that, he's, that he won't reject the Even body. Even though he's unhealthy, and, and, and Michelle Williams' new partner, who's a doctor, says he's slowly kind of consuming you. Mm. So does that mean that Venom will slowly kill Eddie Brock? And he well, will die. I don't. I don't know. I think it's, it's more implied that because they get along, that they can kind of do it now, or that, like, I, I feel like the way the way Venom was like, you know, he's lying. He's not telling. I think. I think that was almost honest. Like he's almost like saying, "Well, I can kill you, but I'm not going to." So they were choosing to kill their host. Well, I think that the see one of the story. I do know a little bit about comic. In in one of the storylines in in Venom. It turned out that Venom was kind of the outside of the loner because he didn't want to kill the host. Yeah, and that's in this movie. Yes, yeah. and he and he his race kind of thought of him as a weirdo because he wants to pair with the host rather than you know consume their things. What also confuses me is that he went from being this unknown space creature to going, well, I know what a, a pancreas is, I know what this is, mm. I know what, and he knows the detailed. And he says, he, there's a throwaway line that says, "Well, I'm in your mind, so I know everything you know." I don't like the throwaway lines where it just explains everything because it's of yada, one line. See the dictionary. Yeah, again. I just, I just don't like. I don't like when they go. You know, it wasn't explained that he's. You know, in the MRI, the very brief shot they got, you should have seen like, well, this parasite is leaking into your mind, and it's connected to you, making you one or something mm. like that. It's with evidence, yeah, the other science, but with evidence, like just a little bit of evidence going. Well, we got an MRI scan, we see that. Rather than just going, well, I can see into your mind. That's that's the wave away line. Yeah, I'm basically you, so I've got all yeah. of your memories and yeah. stuff as well. But he's not. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, then I, then he's like he doesn't know who Michelle Williams is. Like there's a, that whole there's, it's it's selective what he knows, what mm. he doesn't know, and so you're right. Those scenes where they're talking to each other are good, kind of scenes. I think it just shows how good Tom Hardy can be as an actor. Yeah, like, I mean he's like, he's a solid. Like, actor. like you, don't, you don't you don't you never feel like he's he's he's. I do feel like he's phoning it in a little bit. But that scene in the restaurant where he's generally out of control and he's kind of jumping around from table to table. That must have been really hard to do when he's looks effortless like it looks like it's actually happening to him yeah and I think some of that was actually ad-libbed I don't know that they were expecting him to get in the lobster tank oh, I have um, no idea and I think that's the story I heard is that he kind of was like I'm going to get in that lobster tank so <laughs> I think I think that's kind of how Tom Hardy works but that was the part that really annoyed me so much was that this unearned switch from Venom to, from I'm going to just enslave humanity and eat all of you to I ca- I like you. I care about you. You wear yeah, buddies now. He's like, why did you come back? Because of you, yeah, Brock. And I'm like, why? Why? We 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 saw none of that. Like they had they had a pretty cool pairing where they were ch- getting chased by police and they did cool things together. Yeah, but it wasn't like he went out of his way. And that, now we're we're now we we love each other. Yeah, and, we're buds. And we're, we're buds. That you'd never see that. Yeah. And so all of a sudden he's like, I've come back. Why? That makes no yeah. sense. Um, we get a, you know, the usual part th- stage three. <sighs> yeah. CGI monsters punching each other. I hated that last scene. That last that last half an hour was almost unwatchable. And, and you you know he, he doesn't outsmart him. Like you've got to. It's it's Michelle Williams saves a day with the bells, and you it, knew. It, but 
I was as we were off air, we we're reading things about how Marvel movies are bad. But people were saying they're bad because they're predictable. Mm. This is this is just the ultimate predictability yeah. movie. And like other than yeah, every single part of it, I could have told you before we even started the movie. The bad guy was going to become the main ba- the main villain. The last th- scene was going to be CGI monster versus CGI monster, and yeah, some yada yada will save the day. Which is exactly what happened. We knew it was going to be Michelle, Michelle Williams. Soon, as soon as she turned up, she, and she was a badass, apparently. Yeah. She can fight. She's scrappy. Yeah. Uh, but she has to stay here because I care about her now. Um, There's someone saying, you stay here. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they're going to come and ruin But it. at the same time, like, if you get told to stay there by a, like an alien race, mm. wouldn't you stay there? Yeah. But you're, no, you were in Dawson's Creek. That is very <laughs> different. She didn't, if she had stayed there, what would happen to Dawson? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, and if we could recast this, I would recast Dawson. <laughs> As uh, as Venom, you know, and it's the problem. Probably is the wasted opportunity that this movie is because it's mm. got it's got parts that are that are okay. I, th- I think anything with Venom is pretty good. Like I think I I, I do I do question the CGI ness of it. I think everything is fantastic until he becomes full Venom. I like I liked the, the Venom design. I, I think thought, I th- yeah, I thought it was a good. I, th- I just think it it looks fake in a real movie. No, I so I think the the hybrid. <coughs> Having Tom Hardy partially Venom, oh, partially Venom's is bad. Yeah, and then full Venom was fine. I, I didn't, I didn't like full Venom at all. I think he looked too shiny. He looks very isn't shiny. He, isn't he shiny generally? Yeah, I think he just looks shiny, and he, it it looked a hell of a lot better than it did in the first test cut. Where they yeah, yeah, released it. It looked twenty times better. I I thought they had a real problem with him the way he talked. Mm. That looked really kind of odd. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, I could kind of forgive it for what was happening. I thought it was really co- interesting to see. Your character, the character you're following, you know, straight up eat someone, which was interesting. Yeah, and and, he, and he's unpredictable, which I think was really nice as well. Like I think Deadpool is is one of those ones where it's interesting because he's not you're not sure what's going to happen next. Where he he could randomly shoot someone, he could not shoot someone, or but he's doing it in a comedic way. Where I think this this is actually interesting because it's you know it's dark, it's scary, and you don't know what's gonna what he's going to do next. It's it's interesting that the MCU's biggest problem is its villains, and like. Outside the MCU, they're making movies about good villains. Mm. Like, how how have we not? I, I, obviously, obviously, Sony wouldn't let Marvel do Venom as the bad guy for the first their first run of Spider Man, mm-hmm, of course. And even second, and you, and you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't jump straight into Alien Alien race. Well, why not? You've already had the Guardians of the Galaxy. You've had. <clears throat> I just don't, I just don't think I don't think it's it's too risky. I think I think there there was it's safe to do a normal. Like the Vulture is a good character. I think it's a great, great first villain. Yeah, as as the, as the first villain, and I think that's probably it's probably why it's the MCU's one of their better and more memorable bad guys mm. is because it is a they got a really good actor to be yes. the bad guy. Yes, and I think that's their problem is they haven't been hiring good big actors to do that. And Michael Keaton's brilliant in it. Mm. It's very grounded and it feels realistic. Whereas a lot of the other bad guys like yada yada, various CGI monster man. Yep. Whereas Vulture in the first one is, yep, I understand what he's like. I understand his his problem with but Tony Stark, and, and you also understand his moti- you understand his motivation, yep. and you understand his tech. Yep, I understand he's, he's he's pissed off with Tony Stark. I'd be pissed off with Tony Stark too. I'd be pissed off with the government. I'd probably go underground, like all that stuff. I kind of go, and then that link, which you know, some people said is a bit of a shitty link, but where he's actually the father of, you know, Peter Parker's. That, that's, that scene in the fucking car, and and that's oh. because you get Michael Keaton to do yeah. that. God, he's good. Now, when we talk about who played bad guys, the only other one that really springs to mind that's well, really well cast and is a fan favorite is Loki, right? Mm. So, well, you could say you could say um, Thanos. 
Yeah, but he, I don't think they went and got a good bag. Oh, he's he's all CGI, so it's not like let's yeah, go and get Josh. Yeah. Like Josh Brolin's good, in yeah. It, but I don't think it was like let's go and get Josh Brolin and showcase Josh Brolin. No, no. like you, you you wouldn't say you know from Thor Ragnarok. You wouldn't say is it Mira? Yeah, so Kate Kate Blanchett's yeah, great. She's great, but I wouldn't say she's a memorable character, like a memorable villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah she, I, I think she's she's. Certainly, the better of all the Thor movies. Oh yeah, but you got Loki. Loki's the best villain. Yeah, but I think Loki gets his, you get your joy from Loki out of the Avengers. Yes, and then the the subsequent you know turns with Thor Ragnarok and yeah. those turns where he's kind of back back and forward, and you know he's been rewarded with his own TV show because we can't get enough Loki. So Lo- the Loki TV show is coming. Yes, very soon. Very very soon. But in terms of are the bad guys within the MCU? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's no there's no real. Standouts. We, you know, we don't get, you know, we get guys like Lee Pace who are fine, but they're not big names, and they're given nothing to do. Yeah, and they, the they, they tried in Guardians of the Galaxy too, but that wasn't that wasn't amazing. Yeah, Kurt Russell. I mean, there's been good actors through the MCU as bad guys. I just yeah. don't know that they're given a lot to do. But, but would you would you say Venom's a good bad guy? Like based on this movie, well, you, he's now a good guy, right? Like, that's well, the, yeah, but I mean, you're. You, the, the problem is you made him a good guy. So, like, you, you can't really turn into the Sinister Six when he's a good guy. You have to something... Something bad would have to happen to him to make him turn... Maybe that Spider-Man's inter- intervention. Yeah, and makes makes him turn evil, which is fine. But you're not going to put Tom Holland Spider-Man in this universe now. I think this has to be a different universe. But no, I think I think the intention is for them to cross over. Yeah, they, I, I'm sure they have every intention for them to cross over, but I don't think it's believable. Because I think Tom Hardy, uh, um, Tom Holland comes out of the MCU and actually will make appearances in Sony's. Well, I think I, I know. I know he is. I know the next one is, um, is coming out number three of the. the I think he's only signed for three mm. MCU movies. And he's going to come out and do this one which is which I'm all for. I just I just don't see the tone of Spider-Man mixing well with the tone of Venom. And maybe that's the point. I just I, I don't I don't see the the tone and the the reality sinking up. It's interesting that we've seen a couple of these bad guy movies come out with Joker being the other one. Now obviously Joker and Venom are very different movies mm. and clearly going for a different tone yet again. Batman from a DC DC ECU clearly has the better bad guys. That's <laughs> probably why you and I both love Batman. Yeah, it's more for the villains than the actual character himself. And um, and, and I think Spider Man, in terms of the Marvel bad guys, is cl- has clearly has the best rogues gallery yep. in terms of bad guys. Are we going to see more? Would we see more Batman spinoffs? And would you see more? I mean, clearly we're looking at Sinister Six, which is all of Spider Man's sort of rogues gallery. Well, yeah, you've got a, you've got a few more. You I mean you got you got Electro, which is done very poorly by Jamie Fox. Um, he's one of he's a very big one. You've got um the he's going he's going back for Electro. In the third Spider, in the new Spider-Man movie, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. There, there's going to be many, many little quick appearances. I think in this third Spider-Man movie, then the, mul- the, the multiverse, multiverse. Uh, but you also got Doc Ock, who's obviously one of the best um, in Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man yeah. Two, Green Goblin and Spider-Man One. Yeah, Green Goblin and Spider-Man One. He's got he got the best. Co- and he's, he's got the um the Hunter. I can't remember his first name. The Hunter is really big in Spider-Man. I wanted to hunt Spider-Man down. The um the the Crocodile Cro- Man. Yeah, um, I want to say it starts with K. Lizard Man. Yeah, got Kirk Connors. It's the lizard. Yeah, the lizard. Yeah. You got Kirk Connors as the lizard. No, he's, he's got great villains, um, and I think he's got one of the best, the best all-round villains. And I think you could you could base a whole cinematic universe around, or not universe, but everything linked back to Spider-Man. And I think that's what they're going to have to do to really push see, this I, forward. I'd love to see that happen for the, for Batman. I'd love that the the guys at DC to actually push a rose gallery. Of of Batman bad guys teaming up together, like I'd love to see that as a movie, and I think that's almost what 
it sounds like this the new the Batman's gonna well be. the Batman's obviously you got you're gonna have the Riddler and you're gonna have uh, an early Penguin I believe with Colin Farrell playing the you know, Hod- yeah. uh, uh, Oswald Colpot and I think uh, and and Batman has such such a great a great mix of villains that you could kind of do that and, and they're realistic villains mm. and I think that's where it differs from Spider Man because Spider Man's got superpowers. And you, you've got to believe the fantastical. Oh, Batman's got some fantastical villains as he's well. Got, but he's you, got, he's got but you can streamline it. But you, you can yeah. streamline it, and you can make them realistic. And like, obviously, you're not going to have Killer Croc mm. come out of the sewers and be. But you, you've got realistic in, in Joker, Riddler, um, Penguin, Two Face, Mister Freeze, Scarecrow, Scarecrow, Poison Ivy. Yep. They can all be realistically portrayed. Where Spider Man, we've seen in Venom, you got to rely on spacecraft, and you got to rely on alien beings and and you're going to keep pushing that and morbius you're going to keep pushing the 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 weirder and that's why i think raimi's first two spider-man worked really well because they were realistic and then you went to the 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 mystical and the third and that's where it fell down sam and and venom yeah that's where you fell down where i think if you're going to do it you're going to go balls to the wall yeah except except now in the mcu it's now it's now well established that there's a whole space i I almost thought almost thought you're going to take away you're going to forget the mcu in a way when spider-man comes out of it and you've got to forget the past and just focus on what's happening now and the hardest part taking Tom Holland's Spider-Man out of it is that you know his connection to the Avengers mm. and it's going to be the annual question of why he's called the Avengers yeah again all over the time and, and, and I almost as much as I love Tom, Hard, um, Tom Holland and I want him to be Spider-Man forever mm. I almost want them to do another recast Spider-Man and to start again does Jake Johnson get his chance given he was uh, Jake Johnson is the best Spider-Man ever would he, you like to see him in, in the uh, well as an older Spider-Man yeah Oh, I'd love to see Jake Johnson as Spider-Man. I think he'd be brilliant, but I think he's probably too old and wouldn't be willing to do the stunts. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't... I'd he's lo- in a suit half the time. Like, he doesn't get anyone to yeah, do He's going to be stunts. fit to be in the suit. I, I'd love to see an older Spider-Man, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire-esque, you know, in and the we're, 30s. And we're going to see that in the multiverse. In the multiverse. So yeah. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I would love to see a, an older Spider-Man take, take the mantle because I think, like I said, I love Tom Holland, but I think he's linked to the event, to the MCU hurts everything about his, the, the Sony-verse. The, the joy you get and you're right. The joy that you get out of Tom Holland is a very young Spider-Man mm. learning his craft, trying to f- find his place within the MCU. Well, with not only within the MCU, with his own life. Yeah. He's, he's still a teenager. He's still got to live with his aunt. He, he, there, there's so many things that pull him back, which which makes it great, which yeah. makes it more realistic and grounded and everything you wanted in a Spider-Man. Now I think you need to go the other way and make him an older Spider-Man dealing with these people either for the first time. Like you said, that it, there's an incident in New York Mm. Um, in this movie, and that that could be Spider-Man causing havoc there. I, I just don't think Tom Holland's Spider-Man with his quips and his laughing and his joking, like, like him fighting Venom, would be all quippy. Mm. And I don't see Venom but wasn't doing that, that. Wasn't that kind of what they were going for that tone? Like in MCU, yes. No, in in Venom yeah, too, they were trying to go a little bit. They lightened up that character somewhat. Oh, like it yeah, certainly wasn't did. as dark as they could. They did. They, they could have gone a lot darker and a, and a lot more sinister. But I just don't. I don't see. Like uh, an energetic and happy Tom Holland as Spider-Man. They, they could pair up Venom. now. Now that at the end of that movie, him and Venom could pair up and actually and, make a and decent And maybe movie. that's where, you, that's where your, your, your fun comes from. Like you have the, the, the crazy Venom character and Eddie Brock who's a bit darker and a bit grittier teaming up with this young young buck Spider-Man. Yeah, it's, it's like of Mice and Men. It's... Well, I've always said that the, the, the best Spider-Man book that I read was when Spider-Man de- teamed up with Deadpool. Because they pair so well together, I think this is a bit more of opposites attract, where yeah. they'd have to be very different. And Spider-Man's trying to do the right thing, and Venom just bites someone's head off. Now, 
of course, it wouldn't be a Spider-Man. It wouldn't be a, a comic book movie if we didn't have a a, a, a final end credits scene. Yes. For anyone who hasn't seen it, do you want to just quickly explain what that's uh, all about? Was the end credits scene carnage? Yes. Yes. Okay. So end end credits scene was. Uh, Eddie Brock still continuing his investigating journalist and going in to see the serial killer. He has a name, can't remember his name, uh, but it's played by Woody Harrelson. Mm. Um, and he basically tells you the next what the next movie is going to be. In he's going to when he gets out of prison, he's going to cause absolute carnage. Yes, which is which is a which is basically Venom's biggest enemy, which is uh, a, a a mutated version of Venom that turns into this. The, the, the villain carnage. And there's a couple of those types, isn't there? Like there's, there's five different Venoms or five different, six different versions of Venom across the multiverse. Um, actually, there's probably there's, there's thousands of them. There's a whole storyline where there's thousands of them. But the main five that you see, you actually see three of them in this one. I think it's there's have they have names. I'm not going to try and remember them. Mm. Uh, but you see you see two of them in this one. Um, the main guy, the main villain at the end. Um, then you see the the Japan the Chinese lady who's walking around. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a few. There's actually one or two still in the world, and there's still there was a I think there's five in the space crash. Yeah. So there's five different ones there, but but Khan is essentially the super like like the bane of of superheroes for for them, Venom, but it's the same power. Lazy writing. It's like watching a Mortal Kombat. But Carnage is almost as popular or even more popular than Venom. Yeah, but it's like Mortal Kombat. It's like Sub-Zero and Scorpion are the same, just different colours. Yeah, it is, it is very much like Cause that. Because Venom's more, like, uh, Carnage is more red, right? Well, he's yeah, orange red. Yeah. yeah. Like fire. Yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't read any of the Carnage stuff, so I have no idea. Um, there's, there's so much so much backlog of, of Spider-Man stuff that but, goes on. But, but there was, you could just hear the nerdgasm when he, oh, when he's soon like, as soon as he, soon as he, Kind of. Why do all those end credit shorts all look exactly the same? Yeah, like they're all shot exactly the yeah. same. They all sound and, and exactly then they, the they have a quip at the end that goes. By the way, number bum, two, bum, bum. it's like it's like it's it like it's that's why I love Deadpool so much because at the end of Deadpool, he's like, oh, by the way, we're gonna have cable. Mm. Like he just says it straight up to the camera, which is which is why I thought the the end the using J Jonah Jameson at the end of the Spider Man, like. That was a cool reveal. Yeah, because no one, no one no expected, one expected that. it. Yeah, and it wasn't setting up a new movie. It was kind of setting up a new movie, yeah. but it was, it was like shit. We weren't expecting to see that, and I was like, oh my god! Like I was so excited. Yeah, um, but th- this, I mean, again, but we're not we're not Spider Man fans. We we know the movies, we know the video game, but we don't know the the deep catalog of Spider-Man villains so even when like it took him to the very end I go who's this guy I mean I think the orange hair kind of gave it away yeah. um, I'm like oh okay it's going to be carnage but um, not knowing what happened I was kind of I had to wait to the end subsequent question do you think every actor that's ever acted ever that you could recognise will eventually end up being in an MCU I think so I think, it has, I think it has to be I think it, I never expected Michelle Williams to be in an MCU movie Owen goddamn Wilson is in Loki is he? Owen okay. Wilson, like we're just using anyone that's ever existed. Well, you've already got Matt Damon and all those ones that. Man, these people, like Matt Damon, did he kind of shoot himself in the foot? Like, there's a role for him somewhere, right? Yeah, he could probably still do it. Like, who cares? At the end of the day, who cares? He'd be the biggest one that probably hasn't got a, a nod, right? Well, in a superhero movie, I mean, if you're talking about MCU, like, yeah, like obviously your DC people won't ever be in the no but, cross, but, but like, we'll be in either one. Oh, like in a superhero movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think like every only like every single person has to be. At some but point. even absorbed in the MCU, man, well, there's I mean, so Af- many. Affleck did it twice. Yeah, he's been in both. He's he's the bridge between two oh, worlds. Chris Evans did it twice. Bridge between three <laughs> worlds. Like, yeah, he's he's just uh, yeah. Speaking of which, Chris Evans is the best Captain America. Michael B. Jordan, yes, has been in both. 
Has he? Yeah. What was he? He was in that terrible Fantastic Four reboot. Oh, was he? I and then he never saw it. That terrible. No. Nah, well, Miles Teller's in both, isn't he? Isn't he in uh, X Men and Fantastic Four? Miles Teller's not in X Men. Who's the other guy? Who's like him? It's nice to see. Just aside, you can cut this out if you want. It's nice to see that they brought back the Quicksilver from the Fox version of X Men for WandaVision and not their own fucking. There, there's <laughs> there's reasons behind that, but so you've seen you've seen one division then? I've not seen all of it. <laughs> okay, I've I've watched I think like <laughs> s- episode We're, seven. This has just turned into just random Marvel and DC stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still. I can't say I enjoy it. Can't say I enjoy it. The first the first two episodes of one. Can't say I enjoy it anyway. No? Can't say I enjoy it. I feel like I could read it and go, "That's fine." It, it's the House of M storyline. Yeah, but I, no, but I feel like I could read it like a version of it and go, "Oh, that's cool." Without seeing it, like like as uh, like as a book or no, it's like a plot synopsis. <laughs> plot synopsis. It's a cool idea, but I wouldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. It's kind of like <laughs> oh, that's that's it's interesting, but I'm not sure I'd watch it. Okay, okay. Well, I'm watching Captain America. Not Captain America. I'm Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I reckon I'm I'm reckon I'm sitting firmly in the camp of the Star Wars camp. I'll watch the canon movies, and everything else can kind of I'll, I'll can can give what's happening. It, it's funny because I'm watching it. I'm watching it with my partner, and she um. And she watched the first four with me. And then at the fourth one, she's just like, do I need to keep watching this? And I'm like, no. Because you, you could watch all of it and then go, so that was the general idea behind it. And she'd go, oh, cool. Yeah, that's basically how it is. Nothing nothing exciting has happened yet, which is probably the worst part. I mean, they did a cool thing with Captain America, I guess. More made me angry than anything, but uh, yeah. But it's the same with WandaVision, right? Like, you could watch all of it and then have someone explain kind of the <coughs> plot and I'd go, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could. My biggest problem with, with this is just completely derailed, my biggest problem with anything MCU that isn't MCU directly movie related is I don't give a shit about these characters. Yeah. Who, who when did I ever thought Bucky, or oh, I want to see more of him. Yeah, do you think anyone... Or, I want to see more Andrew. And I don't like Anthony Mackie. Really? I just don't like him. It's not oh. about him. I just, don't, I just don't like it. I bet Maybe it's the fact that he... He teased Tom Holland all the time. Mm. I got really defensive with Tom Holland, like in real life. You like, 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 really, like, 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 not. Obviously, it was with love and joking, but I'm just. But I, I just, I just don't, I don't care about the characters enough. No, I don't think anyone went to any of those movies and went. Oh, I wonder what Wanda's been up to. Yeah, and I, and I'm sure there's a, there's a hardcore Wanda fans out there and Vision fans. Vision, come on. There's no Vision fans. If you're a Vision <laughs> fan, write in maskpodcasters at gmail.com. Tell us you're a Vision fan, and I will call you a fucking liar. <laughs> I'm sure there's Vision fan. I'm sure he has awesome comic book stories, but he's he's been a nothing of the whole. Like he was really cool for one movie, and then it was just yeah, visions. In the they background. had to kill him because he's too overpowered. Yeah. like that's the problem, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's but and, and I think they need to do that for the the lesser characters. But did you really need more Winter Soldier? No, like, he was in nearly every movie, and he was the plot point of nearly every movie going forward. Like like every all around Captain America, Captain America you needed hundred percent. Iron Man you needed Thor, you need, but you don't need more Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, or and, Wanda and Vision. And and I think I think the production of these things is really good. Oh, it's, like it looks top, amazing. Top quality thing. The acting's all good. Like it's all done really well. I just don't care about them enough to to to. And and at the end of the day, it makes no difference to the mood to the. The, the overall arching storyline of the MCU. Yeah, it's the it's the equivalent of meanwhile. Like, who, so, yeah. something else is happening while the other stuff. And I mean, that's the problem with the MCU is, it's like, well, why didn't you call the Avengers? Like, yeah. wh- why didn't you get help from someone? I, I, I like 
when you finish one division, maybe it's worth having a, a, a bigger discussion about what happened with it. But cause I think you need to finish it because it's pretty. It's... Are they palling around with the bad guy from Zemo? Yeah, they palling yeah. around with him now. Yeah, but I I really like what they did with Zemo. I think is I think it it took a really cool comic book character and they they shrinked him down in one movie, and then to bring him back for a, a two episode run. But now they're, they're palling around with him. They're not. They're not really palling around with him. There's there's more to it than that. Um, I, I I just the problem I have with the Winter Soldier is they're they're fighting a villain that no one gives a shit about. Who's the villain of the Winter Soldier? The Flag Smashers, which is an organization of, without ruining the plot of the movie of the show, is the is basically an organization who came back from the blip and realized that it was better off being blipped. No, they were around during the blip. And then people came back during the book they thought it was better off before people so came like, back. We want to kill half the people. So they're, they're like, like trying they're to like, re-Thanos. Like, yeah, re-Thanos thing. Then they're like, well, we're going to... And they take super, sol- super soldier serum, five of them, six of them, and become super soldiers. And they got a f- they're basically like the winter soldiers. And Just got it out of a vending machine, did they? Basically, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, but then it comes from that. What's what's better? What have you enjoyed more? Winter soldier and the... I, I was honestly Falcon? looking forward to... to one division each week because I wanted to see where they were, t- they were going with it. I'm not sure I enjoyed it more, but I was more interested in the story of what what the overarching story was and why they're doing it. Um, the mystery behind it. Where Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just basically a 10-part a movie. that I, I like the tactic of episodic short-run series based on good runs of the comics. Mm. I, I like that idea. I hope they pick better comics to do runs on. I, I like that they're going 10 episodes and one division's done. They're not going to do any more one division. Hmm. I hope. I think that's where they're going with it. She'll return to the MCU, and that's her kind of arc done. She'll be in the. She'll be a big part in the um, Doctor Strange movie. That's fine. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I kind of hope they get to the end of the ten and be kind of done with those characters. I'm not sure we need another Captain America in the MCU. Hmm. I think that kind of that that leader can be done by someone else. Chris Evans is done as, as Captain America though. Like that's... The, the, pro- the problem I have with these fucking movies and the MCU is that even Robert Downey Jr. is talking about a comeback now. Mm. And it might be a small part or it might be something or is a that, prequel. Is that because his career hasn't kicked on as much as he thought? Maybe. I don't know. But he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm open for... A, I'm, I'm, I'm open to come back. And Chris Evans is... A, I think Chris Evans has kind of said the same thing. I'm open for a, a open for a small part. They don't want to lead movies anymore. They don't want to be locked into the, the five movie, seven movie deal. But you look at their career trajectories after that. Like, Danny Jr. has done what? What? Dr. Doolittle. He did Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He hasn't done a lot. And it's not Chris a lot Evans people. did one Apple TV show, which apparently did really... Benjamin, something Benjamin, Breaking Benjamin. He was also in Knives Out and stuff as well. Like he's done, he's done Chris a heap of good Chris stuff. Evans is fine. I think Chris Evans is fine. Yeah. I think I think more Downey Jr. is the problem I have, but I, I don't think you need the the big the big thing is that you're not addressing is what the hell happened to Steve. Yeah, and no one's addressing it, and it's just like we don't talk, about, like, we don't talk about Steve. He's an old man. He's yeah. a meme now. But yeah, I, I he's a meme now. Yeah, but I'd I'd, I'd almost like to see uh, what the hell happened to Steve. Well, mini, we're going to get that eventually. Like we're just going to. He can't before he gets too old. He can't put him back in. He's already an old man. I'm really looking forward to Loki. I think Loki will be interesting. From what I've seen, Loki looks interesting. The good thing about these though is I can pick and choose what I want to watch. Yes, I can just go. I'm interested in that character. I will watch that part, and it's not going to feed back wider. Well, One Division is going to link back into the mad, um to Doctor Strange. Then I have to. F- I think yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm speaking speculating. I think I think Wonder's going to become a villain. 
kind of circling around and come, become a villain. Not because of what happened in WandaVision. I think just it's like watching wrestling back in the days. It, it, it really is. It's like I think she's going to become now a heel. She's going to become a, become a heel, and I think she's going to be the, a main culprit. I'm not sure if you need to see WandaVision for that. I don't know where they're going with with uh, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Cause I just I just don't know where they're going. I'm not sure if if they if they're going to do a one off story and. Then they can go off on the separate ways. Um, Winter Soldier's already been a bad guy. Can't come. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to return to a bad guy. I just don't know if he's going to return to the MCU, like as in the main run. If Steve Rogers isn't in the MCU, nobody cares about either of those two characters. I mean, Falcon is becoming his own little uh, as bad as I don't want to make it about race, but he, he's another uh, another African American superhero. So he's he's the only representation of them they have now. The, the Chadwick Boseman's gone. What are they going to do with that? Um, I think. I don't know. I don't. They either recast it, which I don't think they're going to do. Well, the comics got the the comics has different canon for this, right? Like it, it, this is all the all those characters <laughs> the, the, have been played by different people. The, the problem with the problem with Black Panther is that you've got you haven't set him up to be replaced. Same thing. With, same thing that happened with um, Carrie Fisher is mm. you, you weren't you weren't ready for her to be replaced, and you weren't at that point where you've set it up and it's it's understandable. I have no idea what they're doing with Black Panther two. I have no idea how they're going to go that way. Do you make Shuri? Yeah, Black Panther, which would be interesting. A female Black Panther, which could be very interesting. Um, given, or, given that everyone knows what happened to Chadwick Chaz- Chaz- Boseman, yeah. the audience is going to be far more forgiving to a title card or something that says, oh, and, and he retired. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you can do a title card. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, it'll be a, we just, maybe we just see another Black Panther and, and, and it'll be dialogue of, he disappeared or... Yeah, well, you, I think you got to do something to give him justice. I think maybe... Maybe you show the an embassy getting blown up like he did in. Well, you, you can kill him in the costume too. Like that's the other way you could do it. Yeah, like just have him in the costume and yeah. just use his dialogue, mm. or have someone an imitation. I still don't think he's doing justice. I, I just no, I just think that there has to be a, a, a tactful way to do it. Yeah. I just I think maybe and I, they and just I, and, I, and I have every faith that Kevin Feige will find a way. I, I just think you just say this is a new Black Panther, and uh, you just move on, and you yeah. just accept that people just go, well, that's a new Black Panther. Yeah. Well, do you recast him or just make him a new person? No, you, th- there has to be in the comics. There has to be multiple oh, versions. I'm sure there is. I'm so sure. you just say this is the new version. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm something has to happen. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the the guy from the other tribe takes over the big. I don't think he's a big enough or, name. Or Killmonger. Cool. No, Killmonger's dead. dead. Um, uh, it's the MCU. Anything can happen. Yeah. Well, it's the, it, I have heard. I have. When you say you've heard rumors, I think every rumor you've ever heard is something's happened. But yeah. I, I have. Uh, there was a story, a headline about him returning. But or you use the other the ape, the ape king guy who was in. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Winston Duke. Yeah, and yeah. just use use his character as the next Black Panther. I wouldn't mind Winston Duke, but he's like physically he's just too big. For yeah, he's too big. He's like Terry Crews. Yeah. Oh God, Terry. Crews. <laughs> um, When's Terry Crews getting in, in the MCU? Yeah, soon. I'm sure he's coming soon. Um, I, I yeah, I don't know what they do with that character. I, I'm the uh, and I I was really hoping that by watching the TV shows they reignite my interest in the in the in the MCU. Um, there's just not enough characters there that I want to watch other than Thor. Who I don't, I'm not really invested in either. I'm I'm in- invested in Thor, but I'm worried about the next run with um, Natalie Portman. Yeah, I back. don't care about her. Yeah, she's coming back. But I, I I'm 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 interested in Doctor Strange. Yep. Well, I was more interested in Doctor Strange when that was supposed to be a horror movie directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. And now it's not. Yes. Well, they'll, they'll go back to MC, but it's still it'll be still interesting. But I think it'll be it'll be mostly with Wanda, and she'll be yeah. deeply involved. In I, it. 
I you you said before you're waiting for Black Pan, uh, Black Widow to come out. I couldn't care less. I, I couldn't care less either. But I just want some more MCU. Yeah, I, I don't want that. I think now I'm going to be far more selective, particularly if they don't show me quickly that they're building to something. Well, and and the biggest problem with 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 Black Widow is it's a prequel. So yeah. who gives a shit? So the, and then I'm going to be stepping out, and same with the TV shows. I will step out if I don't think I have to watch them all to build to another Avengers or something similar. Like unless they can show me that there's going to be you watch these five movies and then something happens. If they can't do that for me, I'm in and out. Depends on the character. Well, I think because your, your next run's going to be so your next main movies other than Black Widow, uh, Doctor Strange, Thor, Guardians Three, Black Panther Two, right, and Spider Man. Spider Man's a character uh, one I'll jump in. Spider Spider Man, I'll watch anything with Spider Man at the yeah. moment. I, I'm I'm completely on the Spider Man bandwagon. I'll watch anything with Spider Man, particularly after the Hangover left that left. Well, that, that ending of J. Jonah Jameson like outing Peter Parker and then nothing's been addressed for yeah. since. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm in on Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm all in on Spider-Man. And I'm definitely in on Tom Holland as Spider-Man. 100%. Um, I, I can pretty much take or leave anyone else in the MCU, to be honest. Like, yeah. Thor, I'm, like it was just Hemsworth being Thor again and Thor just continues forever. Well, and I'm it's, okay it's, with it's, it. Um, it's, um, it's Taika Waititi, which... So back. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it because of him and, and Chris, Chris Hemsworth. But... But, um, but I, I just I'm, feel like everything we were leading to, we've done, we've done, and yeah, now yeah. it's like, well, what now? And and that's, and that's, I think they kind of, they kind of should have ended it and just been like, we're done with MCU. It's just a money machine. But now it's just now it's just like, but the the problem is they had they built up, they built up, they built up, built up over twenty five episodes, twenty five movies, and now they've got to start from scratch again. And you you've got to establish heroes, but do you really want to see more Thor? But like, people seem to love this TV MCU stuff. Oh, they're doing well, One Division and. Um, and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So if WandaVision became the highest ever uh, opening for Disney Plus, Plus yeah. and then which, which beat Mandalorian, unfucking believable and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier overtook that. So, um, But people are following it through. Like, they're watching everything, aren't they? But I, no, I, I did read a report the other day that um, they got the statistics in and uh, halfway in episode two of Falcon and Winter Soldier, people turned off. It dropped yeah. about 50% of the viewership. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued because I, watching WandaVision, and I haven't finished it, but watching WandaVision, that is a brave way to start that show. If people don't know what the hell's going on, well, uh, incredibly brave. Well, did you, would, you, would you have kept watching? No. No, and I, it's, I haven't finished it, so it's probably showing you what I think of it. But it was so brave to be like it's two and a brave. half episodes in to be like, what the hell is going on? Nothing is on? really going yeah. on. It's really it's this is bewitched. this is a bag bewitch knockoff. Yeah, and it's and it was that for two and a half episodes. So so really brave. I think they've they're backed their creatives in, and I think you know they're clearly doing something different that we haven't seen in the MCU. That's really admirable, whether you like it or not. And and that's 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 why I liked One Division so much. It was something different. Mm. Where Falcon and the Winter Soldier is basically just a movie breaking into ten parts. Yeah. Just one a, a basic. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, you know, the first Captain America movie, it's all basically just a 10-part episode of that, where One Division was at least giving you something different. Super brave. And I hope they continue being really brave. They're not brave. They're not brave in Captain America. And doing one-shot comic books or series-run comic books that they can tap into. Well, they've got millions and millions of stories. And the biggest problem with Falcon and the Winter Soldier is there's no Steve Rogers. Yeah. And Steve Rogers is the best part of... For me, one of the best parts of the whole MCU yeah. is Iron Man and Captain America for me. Yeah. And as soon as you lose Captain America, no one gives two shits about You're not about tuning them. into The Simpsons to watch Lenny and Carl. No. Like, it, this is, you're a homer, man, or that's it. 
there's kind of a wrap up of Venom and then sort of the MCU yeah. TV shows we've got coming. We'll probably do. We'll pro- I'll probably. I'll, I'll, I'd like to come back to Wonder Wonder Division and and it depends on where Falcon and the Winter Soldier ends up. I'll recommend you watch it or don't. Yeah, and then Loki, Loki, and, then Lo- well. and I, I do want to watch Loki. I think Loki's going to be very interesting and, and different again. But yeah, I think that's where we're at. We, we would we would love to hear your thoughts, particularly pr- probably for me on WandaVision. Mm. Um, if you want to hit us up, masterpodcasters at gmail dot com, or you can see the Facebook page and and leave us a message there. Uh, we'd love to hear what you th- thought and think about it. Um, and should I finish it? I suppose is the other question. You, you should definitely finish it <sighs> because you've started it. So how, how many episodes are you in? Anyway? I think it's seven. So you got three to go. Yeah. No, and the last three are pretty good, so I'd, I'd push in three. <sighs> Just do it. Fine. Do it. So a while ago, Shane, we used to do the quiz. And a while ago, you meant four years ago. About four years ago, when yeah. we used to, you know, be professional and we had segments. And Our hardcore fans. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now I was going through an old uh, notebook, looking for a notebook, and I found some quiz results where I wrote down handwritten uh, notes that I took yep. back in the day. Yeah. And I came across the answers to the quiz that you did once. So anyone listening that doesn't hasn't watched our back catalogue, first of all, go back and listen to every episode. Five <laughs> well, they're not times. they're not out at, at the moment, but Th- they they're coming. They're, 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 there should be some with the quiz attached to it. Yeah, so um, go back and download all of our episodes five times. <laughs> Do that first <laughs> on five different um, yeah devices. Apps. It doesn't matter. You got to listen to all of them though five times. So Jake used to quiz me, and if I got it wrong, I had a punishment. And the punishment was always to watch something that you Which liked. is normally big... Well, it's not like that. Like something I know that you hated, which was usually Big Bang Theory or Two and a Half Men. Are you denying now that you you don't like Big Bang I don't, Theory? I don't... I like Big Bang Theory. I don't like Two and a Half Men as much as, as, much as I would have uh, protested for back in the day. There was also a Two Broke Girls in there somewhere. There was well. a Two Broke Girls in there at some point because I, was, I don't like Two Broke Girls. I, I was thought, very unhappy with that. I just thought you'd hate it. So anything I do to like, make, Kat, like Kat Dennings. Though. I do like Kat Dennings as well. Anything to make you suffer, really, was yeah, the point. Yeah, And I pretty much lost every quiz, didn't I? I don't think... Yeah, I think you only probably won two out of probably the ten that we yeah, did. Yeah, it was not... not um, this is one of the ones you lost. Okay. So this is... I'm going to... I'm gonna. Is there real, is there real I'm gonna, paper? I'm gonna reach oh my up. God. Can you, yeah, you hear that? Reach in my pocket. It's genuine paper. Genuine, genuine paper. Now, this is back in the day when I actually used to uh, write down things by hand. So, <laughs> the, the 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 segment of the, or the title of the quiz was better or worse, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomato scores. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I, I haven't re rechecked these. Okay. So they could they could be could complete, have shifted. So they could is, have shifted. This is accurate as of four years ago. As of four years ago. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to. This is what it is. How, so, how much did I lose by? So you got four out of ten. What's the pass rate? The pass rate was six. Okay. So that was the path rate. I believe that's what it so was. So I've got to pick up two more. So you need 60%. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with the... We'll just go from the top. Uh, so Batman Begins mm-hmm. versus Dark Knight Rises. Uh, begins has to be higher. <laughs> Incorrect again. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm consistent. How is it not higher? Uh, 84% uh, Begins and 87% Rises. That's ridiculous. Who's writing yeah, Rises part? got a really good... Really good um, Rotten Tomato score is that was that that's critics that got gave it high score was that audience I, I honestly no idea <laughs> you have done no research <laughs> I've done this. no backup so research. you're using your old research basically. basically this is when you used to do yes. work yes okay, okay. Uh, Star Wars A New Hope versus Star Wars Empire Strikes Back or oh, Empire has to be higher 
You are correct. And yeah. we're correct last time yeah, too. It, it is. Uh, New Hope was 93 and Empire was 94. I reckon that's too high. For New for Hope? For both uh, of them. Oh, for both of them. Yeah. Ooh. I think that's the Star Wars nerds getting it. <coughs> All right. Can't oh, here we go. Here we go. Indiana Jones. <laughs> I wrote Indy and I'm like, what the hell is Indy? <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade mm-hmm. versus Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, Temple has to be higher. Temple is incorrect. It is 88 to Last Crusade, 85 to Temple of Doom. Also got wrong last time. So you're doing exactly the same as you did last time. Good, good. Uh, my punishment <laughs> Wizard of Oz versus yeah. Shawshank. <laughs> um, are very similar in themes. Yes. Um, I, I feel like the, the correct answer is Sh- Shawshank. And I feel like you've thrown that in because I hate it. Is that so right? you're going to go Shawshank again? I'm going Shawshank. Incorrect. Oh, uh, Wizard of Oz is 99%. Shawshank is 91%. Um, How much is Wizard of Oz? 99%. 99%? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Um, like one person out of a million is like, nah. <laughs> those little people. <laughs> fuck them. Too oh. much fucking singing. Um, yeah. uh, Jaws versus Jurassic Park. Um, Jurassic Park has to be the higher one, sure. Incorrect. Jaws is 97%. Jurassic Park, 93%. You're doing exactly the same as you did last time. Which makes because, I feel like I need makes... to just... Anything that I think, <laughs> I'm going to have to reverse. Because I know that... I, the thing is, I know I've got, I've got three more right answers coming. <laughs> you do. So I know that's and what I'm worried I think they're about. probably the most obvious ones, which yeah, is okay. a bit hard. All right, so I should have just gone against my gut. <laughs> All right, here we go again. Uh, Bad Boys versus, versus Beverly Hills Cop 2. Bad Boys. Incorrect. Bad Boys is 43%. Beverly Hills Cup is 46%. 46? That's, a, that's an indictment. So, same as last time, Shane. Zero points. Does that mean I've already lost the quiz? <laughs> yeah, you would have lost the quiz at this point. <laughs> uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. Yeah. Versus Die Hard. Oh, get fucked. Um, <laughs> die Hard. Correct. <laughs> did I get that wrong? You did. You did. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future mm. versus The Lion King. Um, I, I think it's probably Lion King. Incorrect. It's Back to the Future. Did I get that right last time? No, you didn't. Ninety-six percent <laughs> versus ninety-two percent. Um, I don't feel that's that's not high enough for the Lion. King. No, it's not. Uh, Zootopia mm-hmm. versus Aladdin. The oh, animated Aladdin has to be higher. Incorrect. Zootopia is ninety-eight percent. Aladdin's 94%. That was the one you got right last 98. time. 98? Yes. Really? I mean, it's a great movie, but is it, it is. 98%? I think it's based on if it's fresh or not, but I don't know. I don't think you've done any... I'd, I'd question these. These now. are what they are. You haven't looked at well, them. They, well, they were. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, Batman vs. Superman <laughs> yeah. versus Batman Forever. Is that the same? Is that the whole movie title? What's the other one? Batman vs. Superman Man, versus Batman. Dawn of Justice. Um, uh, versus Batman Forever. Forever's got to be higher. It is. 27% yeah. to 40%. So you got 3 out of 10 this time. I, I One worse than last time. Did You, you thought I was going to do better this time. I thought time, you were going to do better. I thought you'd assume that you'd do better, but clearly I was wrong. So you would have had to watch uh, a, a Big Bang Theory or... A, yeah. Or a, someone <laughs> operating that's, that's on... That's disappointing, Chad. I, thought, I really thought you would have done higher this time. Someone's, you know... Now I can throw it away forever. Hemorrhoids. It's like <laughs> a hemorrhoid operation. Now I, I picked the hemorrhoid operation, to be honest. <laughs> Overwatching. Big Even if it was three and a half hours versus 25 minutes. 
<laughs> I'd still watch the hemorrhoids. <laughs> so, so it just shows that you were just as you, you're worse than you were knowing. Um, it's been a long time since I felt so depressed <laughs> from being wrong at a quiz, and I realised why we dropped these segments. Yeah, because I just feel bad about sad. myself. I just get sad. Like the, I think it was one of the ones I did when it was, uh, it was Quentin Tarantino, and you got most of them wrong. Yeah, that was really humbling for you. I think. I think. I think that's why we stopped doing them, <laughs> so that the audience doesn't realise what a spud I am. Like you meant to be this old knowing knowledge of movies and TV shows. Yeah, I, I don't know where that come from. Is that just me? That's well, I think. I think it's because we do a podcast. People would expect us to know things. But everyone knows out there that all you could need is two microphones and a brain, well, and, and anyone the, and a really bad opinion on some things no you don't even need that like it'd just be like gardening and they'll be like that's a plant you know like it doesn't matter what you say yeah but they'd expect you to be uh up to the knowledge you know of any the podcasts are right there no I'm, I'm assuming yeah but if you will say use your example of a gardening you expect them to have some knowledge of a garden no it'd be like gardening for beginners this one's a tree <laughs> trees are green you, you water them yeah it's like a, that's very uh, join us at episode two not stepping on stuff like that's <laughs> That's pretty much all you'd need. Well, that's uh, not that su- not surprising at all. I thought you would have done at least one better, it's, but uh, no. it's hurtful, and I don't like it. Moving on. All right, fine, good. I'm going to quiz you next. <laughs> so your knowledge is of stupid stuff. Le who, her. So that's it. Enough of our rambling, incoherent nonsense. We started on venom. <laughs> we got a little lost. <laughs> got a little lost on. Uh, I think there's a big difference between working, recording from home, and recording in person because we can just we can just kind of riff a bit more. Yeah, it um it got lost. Uh, yeah, we end up we end up talking about thirty minutes on Venom and then thirty minutes on other, anything else. But but we hope you liked it. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts as usual. If you've got anything you want to add, uh, throw in, say to us. Uh, any death threats? Please keep those to a minimum. I'm kind of getting sick of them. Masspodcasters at gmail.com. You can also talk to us on Facebook. We're anywhere else that they can talk to us? Uh, Instagram is the other one where we post every episode on. Uh, Twitter, I just post the episode. I don't say anything else ever. I don't have that much to say. I'm not that interesting. Do you so think maybe it's worth just showing something racist out to see if you can get some <laughs> followers? No, because then I don't want hate mail. Um, no publicity. No publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. Jokes all the time. <laughs> Just throw some racism out there. I'm not a racist person. So, uh, no, I am. we are on Twitter. I never check Twitter. Oh, it just means uh, I could come in and like formally disavow it. Yeah, like I could, I, 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 yeah. only one d- half of the podcast. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't speak for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. Talent's turned up. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the press conference outside your house with yeah. one reporter. Yeah. I'll spin Sydney more out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can hit us up. You can do all those things. We'd love to hear from you, as usual. Um, we're also taking suggestions on movies. Uh, TV shows that we must check out if you have those suggestions. Yeah, don't forget to check out the uh, Hardly TV History podcast that Shannon and I are both on with our friend Christian. Yep. Uh, uh, we've only hit TV shows there, which is uh, it's taking off. It's I mean, we, it, we all exclusively do TV shows yes. because it's called Hardly TV Histories. Yes, so there's no, there's no movies there. It would be a bad show if we just started talking about movies yes. in amongst the TV shows because yes. it's called Hardly well, TV Well, let's put it this way. If, if, you, don't want it, if you want a more structured, um, not us ranting about stupid things, uh, t- talking about one subject and, and steamrolling into a completely different subject. Yeah. Um, the, the way I describe it is the mass podcast is with adult supervision. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you ever listen to us and went, gee, I wish they'd just grow up a bit. That's the Hardly and, and TV and History Podcast. Le- and talk less. Generally. The Hardly TV History Podcast. Um, but check it out. It's good fun. Uh, we love doing it. Yeah. And um, yeah, you should definitely download and listen to that. Yes, you should. Um, but for me, thank you very much for listening. Uh, so many snacks, Shan. So little time. I didn't even get to say no. That's my name. We're out of... Uh, I'm Venom now. We're out of step. Oh, really? Uh, now, he's, now he's just Tom Hardy. <laughs> just, 
do 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 Tom Hardy from Dunkirk. You can't. There's nothing. English accent isn't my forte. Do it from Mad Max. Bah! Bah! I'm Mad Max. <laughs> Does he say? I don't think he says I'm Mad Max. I mean, he's an impersonator, a fake. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you the following urgent announcement. You, yes, you, put down that oversized bottle of Scrumpy and listen here. Do you like being entertained? Do you like television? Do you cringe at culturally insensitive, sexist, racist, problematic jokes in not-quite-old-enough television shows? Do you like old-timey announcers who keep asking inane rhetorical questions, who go on and on so much that you just want to suck them right in the gusset? Do you like the letter H? Well, do we have the show for you! Built for people who love TV, where three rapscallions dissect two television shows, one old and one not-so-old, for a probable audience of one, seven. So dust off your flares, jump off your chamber pot, and a third old-timey product joke, it's time for Hardly TV History. Okay, it's recording. That's that's something. That's a good start. <laughs> I miss this little deck. It is a good little deck. Hey, little deck. Little deck. Sounds like an insult. <laughs> like he's, he's got a little deck. You're a little deck. Yeah, hurtful. Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> It's a bit like the release schedule of uh, Everything Wrong With. Like, if there's a movie coming out on YouTube, they're like, this is the, the we do the original of yeah. the sequel. Yeah. And then sometimes it's just like, well, here's some random here's shit. Here's some random movie that no one gives a shit about. Yeah. I well, they, did, like, they did the Sandlot for some reason. Like, Yeah, I was like, well, pick your... Yeah. Stay in your lane. Anyway, we'll cut that bit out because no one cares about <laughs> cinema sins anymore. No, genuinely, I don't think anyone no, cares no, about I think, I think I think it's really gone gone downhill. Um, but one of the one of the funniest things... I ever um, heard was that he was making fun of Tom Holland in, I think it was Civil War. And he was like, oh, you know, you're such a big part. You're in it for five minutes and stuff. And then Tom Holland turns around and goes, well, how, how many uh, Falcon movies? Are there? Oh, wait, there is none. And that was just, it just killed. And, and Kevin Smith was doing the um, MC. Mm-hmm. So that made me laugh very hard. Let the talent do his work. <laughs> Loosely called talent. Let it pass. Let it pass. Let it pass. Let it's it pass. still spicy. Mouth still on fire. Okay. Sitting sitting here at the moment. Needs to be down here. Do, while while you're while you're recovering from you know, from eating a mouthful yeah. of food, yeah. Do you know what I, do you know what I actually really, I really enjoy watching yeah. um, just quietly is um the broken skull sessions with um Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Wrestling interviewing old wrestlers. Yeah. Um, he just did one with Jericho. Yeah. Which was really cool because obviously Jericho left for ED, e, ECW. Mm-hmm. EAW, no, EAW, yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I found it really interesting. Like, I, I like him as an interviewer, and Stone Cold's not employed by. Yes, he's still employed by. Well, he's employed by that because that that appears on the WWE network. How do you feel about getting? That's old, why it's old interesting. Guys. Yeah, that's why it's interesting. And you also, and I thought Vince McMahon would be about that because Vince well, McMahon like fucking hates well, people. Leaving. Yeah, but they 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 hold, which is really interesting because they hold Vince in a different light. They say that yeah, Vince's. Is it one is his character, but one is the person he sees behind the scenes. But from what I've read and what I know mm. is that he's actually kind of the same person. Yeah. Um. But yeah, surprisingly, and and and, and why the AEW owner, yeah, James Khan, Jim Khan, someone Khan, um, also let Jericho go on there, which yeah. was very very interesting because he, he did like he did Undertaker, he did Goldberg, um, he did The Big Show. Oh, and, until he does Scotty Too Hotty, I'm I'm out. <laughs> Scotty Too Hot is actually still fucking developmental coach at or or just incredible. Well, these are the ones I want to see. <laughs> well, no, I, I, but he 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 and he. Uh, I, he's done Kurt Angle, which I really want to 
It's really worth it too. But do you know what's really fucking interesting? Is that every single person has a podcast. Mm. Oh, yeah. Every single person that I possibly could think of now that... Because uh, Kurt Angle has a podcast. Jericho has a podcast. Jericho's podcast is fucking irritating. But anyway. Um, Still got his band. Yeah, well, Fozzy. Yeah, they, they talk, they're touring next Still year. Still rocking Fozzy. Yeah, everyone loves Fozzy. Um, oh, man, I love that song. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, Stone Cold has a podcast. Fucking everyone has a podcast. Bubba, Bubba Ray Dudley has a podcast. What is that? What is that even going to be? Well, apparently, because Bubba, Bubba Ray Dudley is really big in the in the in the indie world, so he left. He left. He went to Ring of Honor, and then he went to a. You know, so he's, he's still with Ring of Honor now. I don't know any of these things, but but I, I think Jericho is really interesting because Jericho doesn't give two shits. He'll leave the company, go back to Japan, and wrestle in Japan for two years, and then come back and do AW. Hard to believe he's still able to wrestle. Like he's, he's what? Fuck, he's fifty. Now. Yeah, yeah, but he'd be like fifty yeah, now. But he's not. He's still. He's still wrestling Man like main event. F- but Edge is back. Edge is back in WWE. Yeah, they're bringing it's this nostalgia again. Like yeah, Edge looks, and Edge looks like he looks as fit as anything. But yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched the news. Yeah. Who's the Who's the most obscure wrestler that you liked? Who's the Who's the, the most obscure wrestler I liked? Yeah, yeah you were a Scotty Too Hotty fan. I remember. I did. I, I mean, I, that was back when I was, you know, when the fucking worm was cool. Yeah. Um. See, obscure is hard because I I, I kind of lean toward like when I watch wrestling. Watch it. See, I think your most obscure one's Shane O'Mac. I love Shane O'Mac. He had no fa- like nobody Fuck, likes. Yeah, but Shane yeah, but Shane O'Mac would do anything. But you love Shane O'Mac. And I love Shane O'Mac because because like, and I love his character. I love his character in the ring. I just think, but he would do anything. He would jump off. He would jump off cages. He would get thrown through window. That wrestling match with him and Stone Cold, uh, Kurt Angle in the street fight, mm. when it, he. Uh, belly to belly suplex he threw a glass window which didn't break the first yeah. time they tried it again because they put the wrong fucking glass in there mm. they put real glass in there and he said Just fucking do it again mm. and he did it again and slashed through a window again then he came back through the other side as well mm. and then he got got KO'd like you know Big Show threw him off the top of the um, off the big tower Shannon Mack was a bloody superstar yeah so I love Kurt Angle even when he was everyone hated him yeah, because that's, that made his character great. No, but I, I was still a fan, whereas everyone... You were supposed to hate Kurt yeah. Angle, and I was like, no, no, I love Kurt I love Kurt, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's good value. Kurt Angle's really good value. Um, Chris Jericho was was really good. Um, but, st- I mean, as soon as Stone Cold left, the whole thing went to shit. Yeah, yeah. Still got a piece of Taz's uh, Ta- jumpsuit. Taz. Taz's jumpsuit. You're, uh, and, and you are obviously the Hardy Boys fan. I was, Hardy, I was, I was always Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy fan. Yeah. He's back in WWE, by the way. Is he? Yes. his drug habit? Yes, he's... Oh, well... <laughs> This is not they made. They made. This is not going to make. How was, it. How was this? No, but they made. They made a storyline because I. I, I kind of loosely watched WWE from the sideline. Like I don't actually watch the show, but I kind of read about it. Jeff and Matt were they actually brothers? Yes. They were. Yes. Okay. So Matt's now in AEW mm-hmm. doing a really fucking weird character, mm-hmm. um, and but Jeff Hardy they did a storyline where he had to get drug tested on like KFAB kind of mm-hmm. on the show, and then he ended up throwing his pee on someone. Yeah, it's, Freddy, weird, it's a weird is choice. A, is that a Freddie Prince Junior storyline? Uh, he's gone. He was, he's, no, he's, he's gone now. Gone. Yeah, Poor Freddie Prince. Um, no, he left. Um, yeah, that's yeah, very interesting. It's actually interesting to listen to Jericho because you know he had a writer he only worked with. Mm-hmm. And obviously, everyone knows wrestling's fake. Spoilers. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, he actually had a writer he preferred, so he only worked with that writer, and he wrote all the Jericho storylines, which is interesting. I thought it'd be a big collaborative work, but apparently each kind of coupling had their he, own he's striders. a pretty big dude like like Jericho is a big deal Jericho is a, a way bigger name than I ever realised like mm-hmm. he, he is well now especially forming AEW and kind of fucking off from WWE um, he became a huge deal um, he was a big deal in the WWE he was, but I never actually I, other than winning the um, 
undisputed championship, which he shouldn't have won. It should have been the Rock or um, Stone Cold. Um, and he won. He was the first ever undisputed champion. Other than that, he kind of faded away into obscurity. He was, and then he became. Then he came back in two thousand and thirteen, and did some really weird like Mister Jericho in a suit and tie. And I, I watching watching the. I didn't know any of it until I watched the document until I watched the um, interview. But yeah, he's a, he's a big big name, and he was big in Japan. Like he went over to Japan and wrestled for two years because I think to me wrestling's far more interesting watching behind the scenes stuff. Oh, a hundred percent. Hundred like, percent. The stories behind that is far more far more interesting than anything that happens. Like, like I'd, I'd 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 gladly listen to you know Stone Cold interview people and how people got to the WWE is really interesting and the things they had to do to get there. But listening to Mick Foley talk about the shit he had to put through to go you know mm. back in the back in the eighties, yeah, getting put through, like, yeah, he, he's an, he's set on fire and barbed wire matches and getting bitten by snakes and it just stuff that they used to do was just ridiculous. Like they can't they don't even let it bleed anymore on TV. Yeah, it's terrible. Which is which is ridiculous. Uh all right, should we do it cut an intro? You wanna stop that and Yeah. Or you wanna just No go in five in? five seconds. All right. A Max and a Magma. No one says a name other than Batman. No one goes, oh, I, I, I'm Batman. That's, that's, that's uh, not true. Uh, no who else who else says I'm or other than Iron Man? I'm Iron Man. Yeah, who yeah. else you got? Other than superheroes, who else, is there? I, who else announces their names? I distinctly remember in Jurassic Park a T Rex going, Ma, I'm a T Rex, Ma. <laughs> That's really annoying because I can think I should actually think of a few examples yeah. that I want to tell you. Well, I'm doing T Rex. Ma. Bond. Um, Edward Cullen says, Ugh. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Like, that's the whole. All right, all right. Let's, 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 let's you need to stop. Does, uh, does Christian Gray say that he's Christian Gray? I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure, I'm he, sure he doesn't. That he's knob out. <laughs> Do you, reckon, do you reckon Arnie Hammer should take that role? Is that the comeback role for him? I went to push stop, <laughs> but I saw you had something else to say. And then you wish you hadn't, right? And you went, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> Lucky you edit this. Not bad. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. I really <laughs> want to see Arnie Hammer in something now. <laughs> no, you don't. Maybe the cannibal, cannibal the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. cannibal Lecter. Yeah, so the cannibal. Arnie Hammer is... Like it just adds an extra level of terrifying because it's like he'd actually fucking yeah, eat. Yeah, but who, who wants to be on? No set one's actually watching Anthony Hopkins and going, "That dude would fucking eat me." Yeah, but who's actually on set with you? Like, who'd actually be on set? With well, you? you'd have to have him in the Hannibal, like, like that. actually treat him like like your yeah. cameras are rolling, but actually treat him yeah. like Hannibal. And Lecter. there's just like there's a, a prop guy who just has to like poke him to like get him on the thing. That's he's 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 messed up. Yes, he's going to ruin Kenneth Branagh's career. He is going to ruin Kenneth Branagh, and maybe Gal, Gal Gadot too. Yeah, that's uh, what a dick. Fuck you, Arnie Hammer. We all had faith in you. He, he, the, the, we we have a few people we say fuck you to, um, and Arnie Hammer's now made the list. Yeah, I mean, Jared Leto is obviously the most well, important. because fuck you, Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, but and now Arnie Hammer. Yeah, yeah. What you just bad? If you had, don't know what's going on with Arnie Hammer, maybe look that up. Just oh, he told me about it a few weeks ago. Just just Google it. And yeah. I think the first line kind of Safe tells surf, you. search off, yes, by the way. Yes, because yeah. you need to... Whew, none of this is going in the intro, but anyway, yeah. we're done now. But you know, the, the sad thing is there's still a woman that would bang that dude. Oh, bang yeah. Bang the shit out of that dude. Yeah, because he's still a good-looking guy. Yeah, and but he, he might fucking eat you, though. Elden of chance. It's a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like daddy. Like, there's people who like write to serial killers and become friends. Hey, yeah, uh, marry them. If you're hearing this, uh, hit me up. Last would you would you hang out? Would you hang out with the guy? Fuck yeah. For, like for a night? I'm too fatty. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
He wants some lean. Is, is, want... is it only exclusively females? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you. you I think through. I'm pretty safe. He just doesn't want to get through the gristle. That's all I'm saying. It's too much gristle. That's, that's an interesting. That's an interesting. Like, who, who out of history would like would you not hang out with? Hitler. Like, oh, not like not not like actual oh, like, actors. Like, like actors like Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never yeah, said yeah, he's movie, yeah, well Charlie Chaplin. Uh, like who him, huh? who do we know that's a gigantic dick? There's, there's, there's actors that we know are kind of dickheads. Bruce Willis is yeah, a Bruce giant Will, dickhead. Bruce Willis would be one you wouldn't want to hang out with. Yeah, he seems like a knob, like an angry knob. I'm trying to think about people who are generally difficult to work with. I reckon Ricky Gervais would be hard to work with. No, I reckon he'd be hilarious. No, I reckon he'd be hard. To, if, he didn't, if he didn't like you, yeah. he'd be very hard to work with, I reckon. Yeah, I think we'd get on. I think we'd be pals. I like to think we're pals. <laughs> I've got my Ricky Gervais doll at home that I role play with. Hello. Yeah, who, Hello, who, who, which, which character Hello, is he playing? Is he playing Ricky Javas? No, he's just Ricky Javas. We're just bows. We're just bows. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's his name on The Office? David Brent. David Brent. Mm. So Michael Scott, David Brent. Mm. I need to watch the UK Office. And then there's Jim and Tim. Oh, so it's not Jim. No, it's Tim. Oh, okay. That's Martin Freeman. Is yeah, Tim. I don't know. I, I, and I, I love Martin Freeman. And then Gareth is... Dwight. The Dwight. Yeah. I need to watch it. It's so good. It's, it's, it's actually... Oh, see, I, like, I think I like extras better. I think I know. I know. I watched extras with you in the garage or the little side mm. house that you used to have mm. with that awesome little air conditioner that yeah. made everything freezing, yeah. um, which was awesome. But um, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure we watched all of extras. Yeah, because it's only like twelve episodes. Yeah, and I, th- and I think we watched some Office, but I don't remember watching the Office. I, I see. I think the Office is a more complete story. Like it, it's it's really tight in terms of its. I just love the fact that they've taken two episodes, two seasons of like ten episodes each, so twenty episodes. So it's it's twelve episodes plus a Christmas special. So, six so it's, only, it's only six episodes per season. Per season. Yeah. So they've taken that and made nine seasons. Yeah, I mean you can clearly see how they've the Americans always take it and run with a with a yeah, with but that's extreme. But it's really like it, you imagine, see you imagine the U- U.S. office boiled down to its best storyline. Like the Jim and Pam, Pam thing is yeah. run down to twelve episodes. Yeah, well that's all you need. Like that's it. That's what happens. It, it, that start to finish, it f- basically finishes that way. And there's there's a really nice arc arc for David Brandt because he's got the the David Koechner role in what's that asshole's sales guy manager that kind of makes fun of that he thinks they're mates but they're not really. It's David Koechner is the actor. Like um the CFO CEO. No 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 no. In in the US office, he's got like a a loose cannon kind of sales manager that's on the road. Oh, um, and they think they're mates, but he's yeah, not. Um, he makes Packer. fun of him. Packer. Packer. Yep. So the equivalent in, there's an equivalent in that. But because it's only 12 episodes, you end up feeling bad for David Brent. Like, this guy's such an asshole to him. And the last part of it, at the end, he gets to tell him to fuck off. And it's so good. Like, David Brent actually stands up for himself right at the end. It's so nice to see. I, I need to watch. watch it's it. just such a nice tight package where you see, you see the Tim, it's Tim and who Dawn, Tim and Dawn. You see the Tim and Dawn storyline play out perfectly. Like it's such, it's such a nice little, neatly tight shot. Whereas the American Office is so sprawling and it's so vast, and you know there's so much going on. And there's so many, so many personalities. And how many times can, it's the same thing, how many times can a plant close or a, or a manager change? Because there's just so many of them. Or we're getting a new captain. 
or gee, we're you know we're going to have to close down the nine nine. Like it happens all the time <laughs> with American things. Like yeah. they just repeat storylines. With you watch the British Office. There's none of that. It literally just some of the British Office scenes with. You put David. Oh, you take put you put you put Ricky Gervais's best stuff versus Steve Carell's best we'll stuff. S- uh, we are we'll, we'll discuss this on air. Probably but but I'm just saying that the highlights of that, whereas the cringe factor in the British one is to eleven in some parts. I'm thinking about when the, the trainer comes in, and <laughs> the, the trainer comes in to teach them all about how to be better salesmen, and David Brent decides he could do a better job, so he just kind of like tries to co-host. The thing, and there's like a role play, and he tries to put himself into the role play, and the, he's like, you know, the customer's always right is the sort of message, and how do you deal with difficult people, and um, you know, he's like trying to trying to get through it, and David Brent just screams, "There's been a rape up there!" Yes, I remember. it's just so, and the cr- the cr- and then he goes and gets his fucking guitar, and the whole thing is such a cringe fest, and I love it. But also, like the funny part with um, where he's interviewing his ac- accountant. Oh God! Yeah, the 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 performance reviews. Yeah, that is, that you, is. You, what are your strengths and weaknesses so for for <laughs> the strengths you've just wrote in accounting? That's your job, <laughs> um, and for weaknesses you put eczema. <laughs> it's just, and and then I love it too because I know, I've I've seen the outtakes and watching Ricky Gervais tell Martin Freeman, I don't actually think I'm going to be able to get through this scene. I don't know how we're going to... Like, he wrote it. He's basically co-directing it with Steve yeah. Merchant and he's literally telling his actor, I don't think I'm going to be able to commit this to film because I can't stop laughing at what's coming. <laughs> and I just think, imagine being a point where you know you've got to shoot this scene and I don't physically know how I'm going to handle it. Do you know, do you know what I find really impressive though about, about acting in general? Like, Pam... Pam and Jim, you feel like they're actually in love. Do you though? The way the way the way she looks at him, and the way they interact on screen, especially the romantic part. I know they're acting, mm. but I in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what does Emily Blunt think of this? Because I, I just, it's just it's so full on. If you had to pick Emily Blunt or oh, Jenna Fisher, oh Jesus, Emily Blunt seems like a ripping. Bird. Oh isn't, yeah! Isn't Jenna Fisher either is or was married to someone very strange? I don't. Do me, yeah. Do me Google. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, Emily, Emily Blunt. Though that relationship, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, is probably like the best in Hollywood. Like yeah. their stories they have together are just, just lovely, and they're hilarious. I, I'm pretty sure. I was very surprised when I read who she was. But, you know, you know, but the way something about the way Pam looks. She's just like the the most like she she's gorgeous, but she's meant to be the most average like the like she's beautiful, but she's meant to be like not ridiculously hot. And then like just the way they the way she smiles at the camera, especially when he asks her out for the first time. Yeah, that was kind of underwhelming in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like you, I expected something epic, and it was. And I, I guess that's probably to their to their credit, they diverted expectations, and just put it as. Um, which is why I really liked... Well, don't tell me because I want to watch it. The British Office. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow while I'm working. Or do I need to really pay attention to it? She married James Gunn. Of course she did. She was married to James Gunn. But Till she's not anymore. Is she, she dating anyone 2008. now? 2008. <laughs> do you want me to ask her? Or? Well, usually you can find if people are dating each other. 
It's what most of the engagement to Lee Kirk, a screenwriter. They married in 2010. So they're still together. She gave birth to a son in 2011, and then in 2014, it does not say anything else. So presumably they're presumably still, they're still together. together. But yeah, James Gunn, which I was a bit surprised at, because he's not a good-looking dude. Yeah, but I think I think she's. But that was in her peak of her powers too. Like that was yeah, when she, she was much. Well, younger. James Gunn's a big guy, like a big influence guy. Not not at that time. He was just doing Super, which is how Rain Wilson ended up getting the part because Rain Wilson was yes, the lead in, in, in Super. Super. Yes, and that, I really like Rain happened. Wilson. Do you know what was interesting? I, I listened to a podcast. Um, Life, not life is short. I'm listening to that now. It's, that's just in Long's one. There was one with the guy from Smallville. Um, Tom Welling. No, the bad guy. The Lex Luthor one. Yeah. The bald guy. Yeah. Mar- Michael. York. No. Doesn't matter. He did a podcast where they basically talk about psychology, like and the like and the and the psychology and and going deep inside. I think it's called Inside You. Mm-hmm. And he, he has heaps of guests, like all these Smallville people were on it. Heaps like Alison Mack did she make it? No, Alison Mack didn't make it. Funny um, that. We'll go into that another time. Um, and there was a deep, deep dive, and he's, he's got so much heaps of people like anyone you could possibly think of. And I listened to the the Rain Wilson one. Rain Wilson, mm. yeah. I listened to his one, and I was like, oh, this is interesting hearing Dwight talk. Like, it's not Dwight. And he started talking about like mortality, and I was like, I don't want to listen to this in a podcast. Like, I don't. I, I, I'm just. You're bumming me out, man. Yeah. And it's and it's not like it's not. And I, I love I I'm really weird. I like listening listening to celebrities talk to other celebrities. Mm, no, it's I'm with you. Really stupid. Yeah. I don't know why. No, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but I like listening to that, and I was like, I'm bummed out, man. Like, it really. I, I get the feeling that he's Rain was like a really super serious. Dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he seems like he's d- deeply connected to him, like his own like psychology and. Um, but I listen. I listen to Life Is Short now with Justin Long. And he has some great guests. And do you know what I realised that Dave Batista mm. is on like every podcast ever. Really? He's like, literally. If you listen to a celebrity talking to a celebrity, he I guarantee you hey, he's uh, on that podcast. Hey Dave, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll have you. Um, celebrity talking to celebrity. We're you, not celebrities. Have you listened? Uh, how dare you? Uh, have you listened to Brian ba- Baumgard's ba- 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 Brian who? Baumgard's uh, podcast, which is the behind the office one? The he plays Kevin. No, I haven't. And he just gets constantly all the office people to come and talk about their favorite oh, episodes. Well, no, I need to listen to that then. Yeah, maybe um, behind the office or something like uh, that. I'm listening. I'm listening to Life Is Short with Justin Long, um, and I listen to. Are you getting paid by that show? That's about I, I, I really it. like it. It's I, I, I think something about Justin Long. It's just he's just like a he's like a he's like a C grade actor. Mm. Well, he's probably that's probably harsh. B grade actor, and but he's got big friends. He's got big lot of friends I, I hate the advertising they do so much advertising speaking of Justin Long have yes. you seen the San Raimi Drag Me to Hell that no, horror movie with no, him I and haven't. not Ryder Mitchell someone really good no I haven't really really good I love that movie you should watch that Drag Me to Hell Drag Me to Hell yep but no, it's surprising how much Justin Long's actually yeah he's been working he's been working and he's, and but you'll find that all these celebrities have had to turn a podcast now because of COVID, of COVID. so they're all can do it from home well, like no, he, he started his a little while ago but it was probably right in peak COVID. He's only done 60 episodes. I mean, it's why um, uh, Joel McHale and... Um, Kong Jung, John... Ken Yong. Ken Yong. Did, um, did theirs. Well, and it's like uh, why um, the real doctors... Uh, fake doctors, real friends with the Scrubs rewatch show has taken off. Um, and I, lo- I love listening to that because I, lo- I love... I'll, it's a random podcast now. Um, but I, I was listening to that one and I love when Bill Lawrence comes on. Hmm. I think Bill Lawrence is, is, is phenomenally interesting. Um I, I don't even lo- I don't even listen to him anymore when they don't have guests on. I just listen to the guests. Mm. John C. McGinley is just is just wonderful. 
Yeah, he seems like a good dude. He's 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 good. He's always calls him Zaki, which mm. makes me makes me laugh. I, I I just like listening to you know I I love listening to what they do outside of work and what they do for roles and how they get roles and. Fun, funny, I've never looked this up, but I on one of the podcasts I've been listening to, there's an ad for another podcast, and I think it's a gardening podcast, and they never talk about the fact that they're celebrity guests. But I am almost one hundred percent sure that it's the big stocky lady from Superstore. What's her yes, name? Um, the assistant manager. Yeah, her name is Dina. 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 Dina yep. I'm pretty sure it's her voice. I'm pretty sure she's in a gardening podcast. Yep. Never mentions that they have celebrity guests. But okay. I just was like, I reckon that's Dina. Why are we listening to a gardening podcast? No, it was, it was an ad for uh, another podcast that I was listening to. Do you listen to iHeart Radio podcast? I, I, I fucking do. hate the advertising on that. I do. I listen to Behind the Bastards with um, Robert Evans. And because that show is so brutal, they only ever advertise other podcasts on their network. Like they yeah. can't actually get yeah. sponsors, so they just. That's why I hate. Like, I'm going to mention again. Justin's long podcast is he? He's paid by. He's advertising. Like, be fucking paying us. Yeah, but his advertising is fucking atrocious. I hate it. I hate it so much. Look, I watch a lot of YouTube too, and so those paid advertisers at the start, there's there's some that do it really well. I'm thinking like if you watch, I've told you before, Mr. Mobile, mm. Michael Fisher does ads really, really well, um, and they're seamless. And then there's others like New Rock Stars, which are fucking awful. Or they and they just go like Linus Linus Tech Tips is really bad. He will just be blatant and be like, this thing is sponsored by whatever, and try to do like funny transitions. Mm. It's like just tell us it's sponsored by this. Yeah. Mod. Like I like when they do it at the start of the episode. When they, when they do it at the start, this is like this is brought to you by. Yeah. I, I, I like I like things like um I like to make stuff. They um he will have like a montage of him like sanding or something, and then he'll just like kind of two in one screen who do the advertising and come back to it so you can still kind of watch him do stuff in the corner mm. where other people who just kind of bl- and like the one like some of the ones for new rock stars where he's doing the shoes he's just like this is bored and then he goes to the sw- swing pool and just like kicks around and like dances in the swing pool I'm like I really like your stuff yeah but everything else you do it makes me want to punch you in the face you're going to lose people yeah. on the basis of your advertising yeah. um, I really hate people who do things like Raycons and they tell you how great Raycon headphones are and we know that they're shit mm. so it's just like the the ones that like and like ones that do like mobile game like dude perfect oh, yeah, mobile yeah, game yeah. and like we're brought to you by Raid Shadow Raid Shadow Legend. Yeah. And he's like I know you don't play that no, game you're full of shit and and I hate like it. and and yeah. it's like and like, if you get to level thirty five you can join our party yeah like no one of your bloody junior riders is doing that for yeah. you and yeah. you know I know it's not you yeah, yeah stop it the, and I like the, the the guys that a refuse to do it no matter what um, the YouTube channel I watch Scott the Was makes fun of that shit like he will not has never taken ads won't do it it's just not who he does and anyone that is paid he right up front says I'm paid by this like Unbox Therapy I like but they're clearly getting sponsored without saying they're sponsored properly yeah. and there's no way that they're objective in what they're saying like yeah the one the ones like who are doing reviews and they're just they're, they're glowingly positive mm. like when Kevin Smith was working for Warner Brothers and Harley Quinn was get, trying to get into Harley Quinn Smith was trying to get into Warner Brothers and get a job at Warner Brothers. Mm. Kevin Smith suddenly loved everything that mm. DC were bringing out. You're just like, I know it's shit. Stop trying to force it down my throat. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, they need to be more transparent. And that's why when you listen to last podcasts, we tell you up front, we are sponsored by Skittles. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. I, I, I want, can someone write into Skittles and tell us how positive we are about their brand? We love them. I, I, wonder, I wonder if we can, I wonder if we can write to them and ask them if we can be... Uh, they don't have to pay us. I no, just want to ask no. if we're endorsed by Skittles. Uh, Skittles. If you haven't put Skittles in a freezer and yes. then eaten them after they're in the freezer, 
you haven't really lived. So, yes. Mass Podcasters recommends freezing your Skittles. Brought to you by Skittles. And Mass Podcasters. Mass Podcasters is not, <laughs> not responsible you, for anything. Gives you three more inches where it counts yes. if you eat enough Skittles. Well, I'm so not going to say how many. It's like it's like definitely it's like um, Dick swipes. Where, where, where does that happen? Where does that come from? Yeah, unfortunately, didn't make it through COVID. It's an antibacterial wipe. Yeah, yeah but only for your taint. The part between your ass and your ball sack. Is that all you're able to use them for? And that's not where COVID thrives. So they're out. <laughs> not where it thrives. <laughs> not appropriate for any other part of your body, <laughs> but your taint. If you, if you put them on your hands, they would fucking singe your hands. But they were, they were gentle enough for your taint. Did you know do you not listen to read any of the advertising? No, I, don't, I don't. I don't read the. This packet. is why I'm in charge of ads, and sponsors, and you just have to cut shit. Uh, I tried to get I tried to get family friends to be sponsors, and I thought that enjoyed another hundred episode hundred listeners to their um, their small business, but no, yeah. they ignore messages for free advertising. Yeah. So screw them. Yeah. So yeah. Brought to you by Uncle Brian. <laughs> Will not touch you inappropriately, unless you ask for it. Unless you ask for. I didn't think of an uncle we didn't have. Yeah, you think of all the names. No, no, can't use him. No. Can't use him. Because we actually, I generally like some of my uncles. Yeah, no, no, some of them are right. Some of them are shit. You guys can decide which ones. And I guarantee they're not listening. No, so. anyone that listens to this podcast is my favourite straight away. So, I know none of you are. Anyone who actually says, by the way, I listen to your podcast. Lies. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Lies and or slander. Yeah. And I, I, will, I will now start slandering all of our uncles in order. <laughs> Just alphabetical. Turn that fucking shit off before I say something stupid. 